running, running down my leg. Hello and welcome to another episode of Duty Calls with Doug Man. I am your host, Doug Man. With me as always is Jack Dolgen. Hello. Uh, hello, Jack. Good to see you. This is the special Duty Calls. Very festive. It's a here. festive. Yeah. It's a holiday Duty Calls. It's you kind like of like how I decorated the uh, studio. I, I love it. I love. I love all the Santas around uh-huh. this. This huge menorah is yes, is, I built that. Yes, and it's 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 burning with the light of a thousand poops. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful, and uh, yeah, it's it's a special episode. We're going to give you a little bonus from uh, an earlier interview we did with Julie Brister. She, there's another story in there that we didn't play you before that we're going to play you. So it's a little different, but it's the same in that you know that Duty Calls is unofficially sponsored by Charmin toilet paper. Charmin toilet paper for those times when you thought it was just a fart. You'll be thankful it was Charmin in your shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That one, one comes from from Lucky Parker. That's a tweet. Uh, I believe that's Lucky's second second slogan or third slogan on the show. Really? But so yeah, so you guys have been tweeting at me at the Doug Mand. I'm getting great tweets. The uh, shitheads always bring it. Yeah, the shitheads always bring especially it, especially during the holiday season. Yes, they're they're especially festive. I got a great tweet from Matt Ben Santa, which said. Uh, I don't know if you know knew about this feature, but I was pleasantly surprised. And then he showed a picture of his his iPhone with the a conversation he had with Siri, the the thing you know that yeah. you can ask for directions and stuff. And it says, uh, Siri says, "What can I help you with?" And he says, "I have to shit." <laughs> Siri 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 answers with, "I couldn't find any public toilets." Oh. And then he did it again, and he said he, he said I had to uh, I said it again at faster the second time. And it responded with, I don't see any public toilets. Sorry about that. So Siri is answering this question. Wow. Siri recognizes the, the need. For shit. This, yeah. this is great. And I can't help but feel that maybe we had something to do with this. Of course. I mean, Siri is as mainstream as it gets. I mean, Apple is a stock that trades at $500 a share. Right. They are recognizing that people have to shit. And I like that they recognize the word shit and that yes, they don't exactly. ignore the word shit Let's just because ex- it's a – a bad word yeah. or a curse word. But I am disappointed in Siri. Clearly, that Siri you couldn't has find never anything. been walking around or driving around and had to shit because you don't just look for public Exactly. Restrooms. Hopefully next year when they do an upgrade, Siri will say, there's a great gas station to dump behind. <laughs> How about a plastic bag? <laughs> do you have an extra pair of underwear? <laughs> I want Siri to start problem solving. with. How bad with, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Are you crowning now? Can you make it to the Hardee's, which is four miles away? Is this DEFCON 5? Uh, that's the conversation. I think that's the, you know, we're, we're starting the conversation. Yeah, we need to get to a place where it's dialogue. Yeah, yeah. So we can, you know, know where to dial our logs. <laughs> Speaking of dialing our logs, you should, you should mention the, uh, the shit hotline. Oh yeah, the shit hotline too. Thank you, thank you, Jack. Yeah, that was a uh, nice actually. That was a nice transition. Yeah. We have a shit hotline, and it is a glorious phone number that you can call at any time, twenty four hours a day, and leave a message if you're having a shit attack or you want to talk about a shit that happened. You want to just say hi to us. The number is seven eight six hold it n. That is the letter n. And call. Give us a call. We get great calls. Yeah. You guys have been tweeting at me at the Doug Man. You've been tweeting at Jack Dolgen at Jack Dolgen. You've been emailing me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. I'm loving everything I'm getting. I, I consistently am impressed with the doo-doo heads out there. So keep on, keep on telling me stories. Keep on telling me about bathrooms that have saved your life. And uh, as I said earlier, we've got a really special treat this week. It's a kind of a, 
a holiday bonus. It's uh, Julie Brister, who we had on a couple weeks ago, who told a hilarious story. She told us two stories in that interview. We're going to play the second part of that interview, the second story, which is excellent. Julie Brister, if you know from the first episode, she is a performer on the Onion News Network, and she is a writer, performer, improviser at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles. Hilarious performer. I grew up like, you know, when I started going to the Upright Citizens Brigade, I would see her perform. She's, she's one of the best. Here's Julie Brister. Um, so you have another shit story. I do, I do. And this one's very different. Okay. Um, no one, no two shit stories are alike. I've told this to one other person. All right. Oh, uh, okay. so this is this is uh, uh, a, a little weirder. I worked for a lady when I first moved to New York as an intern. I, I, like I worked for a, an acting studio the last semester of college, and then after that in, after that internship was over, I stayed and I worked for this lady who was the um, head of the acting school, and she was fruitcake, Looney Tunes. Um, so kind it was of the woman that runs school. an acting school. Yes, it was that kind of that kind of lady yeah. who spoke like that mm-hmm. and enunciated, mm-hmm. and she loved uh, uh, all matter of new age oh, stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, while, while I worked for her, it was a little like the uh, the episode of Seinfeld when Kramer gets an intern. Oh yeah, like, America. Right, I was not doing. Anything that, like, and you'd think an intern would be doing, but I didn't know any better. Like, I was getting her laundry. I was scoring weed for her. I was doing, like, errands for her. And and she ran this acting school, but she also had a job at NYU where she was, like, an office manager. And so sometimes I would go see her at NYU. So it would be like if if your office manager at in, in, in the International Studies Department had... An intern. An intern. <laughs> <laughs> it was really Basically, weird. She was an assistant to someone at NYU, and then her assistant was visiting her. Yes, and so she would have me do things at NYU, like like uh, I need you to run this package over to Tish, and mm-hmm. I would like run errands and whatever. And she lived like on on, on Washington Place. It was all it was she totally really shady. Had you running around, and I but I didn't know. I sure. didn't know. I had no clue, and I would do it. I didn't care. It was easy. And I worked for her for a while, and she would get on my nerves sometimes, and and I would just kind of brush it off. Uh, she asked me if I wanted to join her and a couple of friends upstate in the summertime uh, up in New Paltz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. She was, you know, it'll be four days. It's a beautiful little house, and, you know, we'll have a great time. And I'd never been upstate, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And we get there, and she's like, Julie, I need you to change the sheets on all the beds. Oh, oh you're working. So I'm working, and I am Fuck pissed. I'm so pissed. And the way that the— And this, this is an internship? This is an— So well, you're now, now my internship is over, so I'm like her assistant, but Are I'm— you getting paid at all? Barely. Peanuts. Like yeah. peanuts. Uh, so I'm pissed. I'm pissed because, like, my status— like in this situation, I just feel, mm-hmm. and all, and I'm 22. Like yeah. it's, I'm I'm super young, but like I just feel uh, shit on. And um, she she has me like do stuff over the next couple of days that really annoy me. And 
uh, and I'm getting like madder. She has her own bedroom, and then there are other people in in uh, the other two bedrooms. And then I was sleeping on the sofa in the living room. There's no running water in this house. There is in the kitchen, oh, but there's not no. a bathroom. There's an outhouse. Fucking a. And it's the worst. It's an outhouse, of course. By definition, it's the, the worst. Fucking worst outhouse. She doesn't tell you this going to this. No, thing. I oh, had no, no toil- clue. Oh. No clue. So there's the house. There's an outhouse sort of behind it, and then there's this uh, uh, area where we would play a frisbee and hacky sack during the day Ugh. and drink. And then there's a creek, and you have to cross that area to get to the outhouse. First day there, I go into the outhouse, and I'm not afraid of bugs anymore, but at this time, I was very afraid of bugs. And there are bugs. Like, there, there's, like, I walk into a web. And so I already have an association with this outhouse that, like, I'm going to be, like, eaten by by spiders. And how scared of bugs are we talking about here? Like I was afraid of spiders uh-huh. like at that at that time. And it was just like walking into a web, you know, it's and just, feeling it's just feel like, like it's oh, on you forever. Yes. So I I I have a hard enough time going in there during the day. At night, oh, I God. can't take well, it. Can't see I just can't I can't deal with it. She asks me um to like help, to wash dishes mm-hmm. like after we've had this huge meal. And I'm just enraged. And she's out like in the in the like sitting area, uh, smoking pot and drinking beer with everybody else. And I'm washing dishes. And there's no dishwasher. No, oh, I have to wash all the dishes by hand. <laughs> <laughs> and later that night, uh I'm I I know that I'd had a lot to drink. But everybody goes to bed and I go to the sofa. And then I wake up in the middle of the night, and I've, I've got a shit. Like it's, <laughs> it's when when poop wakes you up. It's a very bad. It's thing. like that's you've yeah. got when poop wakes you, you up. Right, you when you have to wake up with that that urge. Uh huh. You yeah. have to go. So. Oh God, I'm nervous. I go to the flash. I go be. get a flashlight to go out to the uh, outhouse, and I start out, and then I'm like. <sighs> I just didn't want to go in there. And I went to the door and I opened the door and there's <laughs> toilet paper like hanging from the knob. Mm-hmm. And I took the toilet paper and then I just can't, I I just can't, can't go, go in. in there. I just can't go in there. And so I'm like, what do I do? And they're all asleep. Yeah. And I squat down in the middle of our conversation area. No. And oh. I do an enormous dump. <laughs> <laughs> which is the most passive-aggressive thing I've ever oh done my in my God. life. You picked the area where everybody hangs out. And that was a conscious choice. You went to that Yes. Spot. You went to that spot. Yes. I started gone... laughing before I did it. <laughs> Were you a little drunk at this point? Steve? I was still a little drunk. I know that I'm, I must you still have been a little drunk. There. Yeah. Yeah. So you took a dump. In the middle of the hangout, did you wipe too? I wiped. And so you leave toilet paper in the middle? Nope. Okay. I go back to the outhouse to return the uh, the the toilet paper yeah. uh, uh, and put it on the doorknob. And then I throw the toilet paper into the outhouse hole, right into the toilet hole. And I go inside and I go to sleep. The next morning, I hear um, I hear them outside. What it? 
Oh my god. Like I get I can hear <laughs> my boss comes to me and she's like, Julie, did something happen last night? They went to you. They went to me. Because I guess nobody else said it. And I'm like, no, no, what do you mean? Something or somebody or uh has um Defecated in they the yard. Defecated? Yes, has defecated. She would say defecate. Has Ugh. defecated in the yard. And um, we need you to clean it up. And I said no. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's amazing is this was the one time when you should have cleaned <laughs> it up. <laughs> this is the one time. She was, like, she was wrong because she didn't know that you did it and you shouldn't have to clean up shit. But you, it was your fucking <laughs> shit. It was my shit. And she cleaned it up. You said no. I refused what to do it. What did she say? Oh, I said, I said, I'm sorry. I, I just, I can't do that. not my job. I it's, didn't do it. Yes, I, yeah. I, I, oh, I, like, I, you've put me in a really uncomfortable position. You wanted her I just to refused clean. to do it. Do you it. think that there was some part of you, when you did that, knowing that she would have to clean that up? When I didn't know that she that she would end up doing it, I kind of like you knew she'd have to deal with it. Somehow. I knew, like, yes. But you, she cleaned up your shit. The ultimate revenge on a boss. <laughs> the ultimate revenge on a boss. Yeah. My, right, but like my feeling about it was like they're gonna think it's an animal. Like a bear and, would not they, have done a as dump much like as this. <laughs> <laughs> you. What's amazing? They went to you first, though. They were like, "Did you do it?" Well, well they, they may out. have. They, I'm sure that they. Did I'm you, sure that they did. You did you peep? I did not. Do and that. I'm sure I did not that defecate. You know me. I don't defecate. <laughs> I don't I've defecate. Never defecated. No, no, Defic- no, no, not I'm, since 1987. That's not my defecate. Yeah. <laughs> no. Hold on. Let me check. Is no, that, not my defecate. <laughs> no, definitely. Is that your feces, Joe? <laughs> no. No. It's not so mine. Dis- is that your discharge? Mm-hmm. Not mine. Oh my god! So she cleaned up your shit. She cleaned up my my shit, and I quit shortly after this. Shortly thereafter, I quit working. And you're like, it was my shit. See you later. No, I no. never. I never. And you'd never told anyone else other than one person. This I whole told. Story. Yeah, I I I had told a friend of mine like like last year. And how did it feel? Oh, so this it, is years. Yeah, this is years. How does it feel to say it? Well, because I know that I w- it was an incredibly passive aggressive. It's not a nice thing it's that I did. It's textbook passive aggressive. It's like the it's like the a terrible thing that I but I recognized now that of, it was bad. That it was bad. I recognized then that it was that it was bad. But sure. like I uh, did you feel guilt? No. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a psychopath. I guess. No. No, I, think I don't think so. Because well, first of all, she was she, yeah she was a bitch. She she so deserved she, it. And she took advantage of you. She so deserved it. You would have gotten blamed for that shit even if it was a bear. Oh. You were the outsider. Mm-hmm. You were the one mm-hmm. who was like, well, bring along the help. Uh-huh. And yeah. it was just like, it was her and her two other, like uh, these other acting friends just all talking about mask work for three days. Oh, fuck oh, So it was Christ. like, it was Why not an so enjoyable thing. Breath in their words? I don't know. What is, what What's is wrong with them? <sighs> So, Julie, yeah. that's amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you for, for opening up that. Yeah. You know, I right. know that's, a, that's not always easy. Yeah. But yeah. this is the road to recovery. So, it's a skeleton in your closet that you've let out. I've you know, let it out. I've it let free. it out. If she mm-hmm. finds it, let her. You know what? She's got some other poor intern running around doing shit for her, too, right now. Oh, totally. 
I wouldn't. That would be the greatest thing. If so, yeah. if her intern was like on the way to work listening to this podcast, and she's just like, "No fucking way! I was going to New Paltz this weekend, but no more." <laughs> You saved her. She was just going to like Kmart to get like a bathing suit. She was so excited. Oh, I didn't think this woman liked me, but she invited me to New Paltz. I've finally been accepted. Wait a second. Julie Brister says. This is awesome. Thank you so much for coming on, Julie. You're welcome. Thank you for thank you for having me and uh, allowing me to share my stories. That was our pleasure. Uh, are you on Twitter? Uh, I am at Brista Soldier. B-R-I-S-T-A-H-S-O-U-L-J-A-H. All right, thanks, Julie. Thank you. All right, well, that was uh, that was Julie Brister, and you know what? It's another shitting as revenge story. Yes, which I am always so uncomfortable. I'm very with. conflicted with. Yeah. But as she told the story, I was angry for her. You know, she basically thought she was being invited to vacation with people, and then she was put to work. And it, it seemed kind of, it was very abusive. Yeah, it turned out to be a vacation. <laughs> so, I mean, we're... <laughs> uh, they don't pay you the big bucks for nothing, Jack. You are really the best in the biz. A business of two people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but you are the best. Issue. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's it, I, I'm conflicted with the story. Ultimately, I think I'm okay with it because I just, you know, it feels a little bit like Hammurabi shit, like Hammurabi's code. It's like a shit for a shit. You treat me like shit. Maybe you clean up some shit. Why does the mind go to shit for revenge? It's the deepest, darkest thing, and it's horrifying, and it's it's disgusting. Um, and it, but there's but there's something very primitive about it too. It's just it's a very like childlike response too. Yeah, I I honestly have never thought about revenge for shit just because. So often that getting revenge for shit involves being able to control. <laughs> yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like shit is getting. So for some reason, I feel like I, shit is getting revenge on me every day. <laughs> I'm like the Jesus of shit. I'm paying for everyone else's shit sins. <laughs> You're the martyr. I am the sharder. <laughs> Um, anyway, that was Julie Brister. <laughs> that was Julie Brister. Um, great story. Uh, great two stories she had for us. Yeah. So check her out. Guys, keep tweeting at me at the Doug Man. Keep tweeting at Jack Dolgen, at Jack Dolgen. Keep emailing me at dutycallswithdougman at gmail.com. And keep calling me on the shit hotline at 786-HOLD-IT-N. And uh, for the holidays, you know what? Give the gift of telling two of your friends about the show. And maybe and maybe putting up a review. These all these things really help get the word out. We're really trying to we're really trying to take the world by uh, by shitstorm. Bring up the uh, the podcast during the holiday dinner, Please. with your family. With your family, talk to your family. family. Yep. While eating would be really, I think, a nice thing to do yeah. for the society. While eating that dry turkey and mm-hmm. ham. Maybe just bring up a, a great dump story. Did you guys know that time? You know, just while someone's passing yeah. the, the... Yeah, find a very natural inn. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, those green beans remind me of that yeah. time. I shit green beans all over myself. Yeah. Let's make it wholesome this year. Extra wholesome. And if you have any holiday stories, you know, let us know. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. And until next time, hold it in. You're going to make it.